Tonight's cheer is Eric and Mayo, you know, Women's Learning Division of Adashi Shurin, wishing her for Shlema to Mrs. Mayor. And also, we're learning, like everything we're doing in Shul these days, is for the Matzah and Eric Yisrael, for the people who are hostages, and for the people who are soldiers. And uh, we are going to have to discuss, because we are planning on going to Eric Yisrael for three months for a sabbatical. And um, uh, that's our hopes, and uh, we'll have to see what's going to happen here. We're going to have to discuss what's going to take place with the shear. Okay, we'll have to see what's going to happen with the shear. This shear I cannot call into for Merit Israel, obviously, because it's 7.30, is uh, 3.30 in the morning. That's not going to work. Um, it's going to work for you. For, you. for us. Uh, well, it works for you, but it's not going to work for me. <laughs> Shmuel Bey's Perik Aleph, Pasik Chof Zion. Happens to be that this Pasik is extremely relevant, extremely relevant to where we are holding right now in all of our lives in Klal Yisrael. 27. So, one twenty-seven in Shmuel Beis. It's a very short Pasik. Eich Naflu Gibayrim. This is the second time that David Melech uses these words in the Hesped as he's lamenting and eulogizing Shol HaMelech, his father-in-law, Yohanan's son, his brother-in-law, and his best friend. So, with that in mind, we are now going to take a look at the Rashi on this Pasuk. Rashi in the first column there, those people following in English, if you have, if you have the Navi in front of you, whatever language you have it in, and the Kli Mochama were lost. The Kli Mochama means the vessels of battle, the vessels of war were lost. What does that mean, lost? Says Rashi. What does Kli Mochama mean, the vessels of battle? Shol v'yehonesa. Shehoyu Kli Zainon, Shol Yisrael. The vessels, the armaments, the tanks, the planes, the boats, the bombs, the bullets, Shol Yonasan, were the Kli Zainon Shel Yisrael, were the Kalim for fighting for the Jewish people. Now, could you explain to me what does it mean that two people, one named Shol, one named Yonasan, are Kli Zion? What does it mean, Kli Zion? And the Alkit Shimoni, a Medrash, says a little bit more, and that is Mikan. From here we see. Tzadikim are referred to as vessels of battle, vessels of war. I didn't hear you. Vessels of battle and vessels of war. Incredible. What does it mean? What does it mean a human being and a tzaddik is called klimocham? What does that mean? It's called Klimucham. Called Vessels of Battle. Bos Mentos. So I'd like to try to explain it based on something that I wrote 18 years ago, which is in 2000, in the summer of 2006. Does anybody know what happened in the summer of 2006? Was that Gush Katif? I don't know what it was. I'm not sure. I have written down over here because of the Matzev in Artsenu HaKadosh in the summer of 2006 with the Arabs. What's that? The Second Lebanon War. 
Second Lebanon War was 2006. Okay. Now, I'd like to take you through a number of psukim in Chumash to help us come back to understand what's happening here. These psukim are quite fundamental in appreciating what does it mean when a Jew goes into battle. How does a Jew go into battle? And actually, this starts a long time ago with our father. I'm talking about our father, Yaakov Avinu. What did Yaakov Avinu say? Yaakov Avinu, in Parshas Toldos, says a very cryptic posik, which is then utilized by Chazal out of its simple meaning. Posik says, during the brachas, Yaakov came to his father Esau. If you remember, he was wearing the skins of the animal that his mother had supplied. And his father, Yitzhak, who was not able to see any longer. He touched Yaakov. And he said, the very famous Pasuk, six words. Hakol kol Yaakov. The voice is the voice of Yaakov. Vayedayim yedei Esav. And the hands are the hands of Esav. The voice is the voice of Yaakov. And the hands are the hands of Esav. Now simply put, in this Pasuk it means, literally, Yaakov knew that Esav was very hairy. He had seen Esav when he was born. He was his father with full faculties of sight for many decades. And he knew that epistipness over here. The hands feel like Esau. They're hairy, they're mature, whatever it was. And the voice is Yaakov. Now Chazal have the license to take a posik and take words and take them out of their simple meaning in the context and say this Pasuk is referring to the Pashit Pshat, like we just said, but it also has a much or a secondary, deeper meaning, very deep meaning. And with that, we're going to take a little bit of a tour of the Chumash. Not a lot, we'll do a little bit. A little bit. Let's do a little bit. Um, we'll begin with um, Bamidbar. Bamidbar. It says like this. I will give you a chamashim, but it will probably be a little easier if we do it this way. This is in Parshas Chukas. Klal Yisrael sends messengers to Edom. Edom is Esau. We'd like to walk through your land. We'll pay for anything we eat or drink. We'll not make any disturbances. We want to walk through your land. And Moshe Rabbeinu says, after everything that happened to us in Mitzrayim, you know how much we were slaveled. Then it says, by Nitzak El Hashem, how do we get out of Mitzrayim? We scream to Hashem. By Yishma Koleinu, and he heard our voice. We all know that from the Agadah, from the Torah. Says Rashi, (laughs) 
But Yishma Koleinu with the bracha shebirachnu avinu with the bracha that we got from our forefather. Hakol Kol Yaakov. The voice is the voice of Yaakov. That means our way of engaging in battle with other human beings, unfortunately, is through tefillah. And what happens? Edom says, you're not coming through. Edom. No, 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 you're not coming through. Edom said no. They came with a mighty arm. What does Rashi say? You come with your forefather. Kol Kol Yaakov. We come with our forefather. That Pasik that Yitzchak said to the two of them, referring to the two of them was, Akol Kol Yaakov. You, Moshe Rabbeinu, claim you utilize that. Great, we're also utilizing it. So back out and don't come into our land. That's one example. One example. Another example. Unbelievable. It's like an unbelievable thing. Then there's another pasuk, also in the beginning of our history. Well, Yaakov Avinu says also, in Toldos, V'yalchar b'cho tichya, you will live by your sword. You Asa will live by your sword. So again, when Moshe Rabbeinu asks permission, so to speak, from Edom, that we'd like to cross through your land, he said, another possibility. No, no, no. Pen what does that mean? You are misgoing with the coil that you got from Yaakov by saying, I'm going to come out. What is that? Two issues here. We live by the sword. We live by the sword. Unbelievable concept. Unbelievable concept. In Bamidbor, back to Bamidbor, it says in Pashas, Matos, when they come to kill Bilam, it says, Yes, Malchim Midyon Horgu al Chalalehem. They killed Malchim Midyon. It says, Yes, Rekim Esur Eschur. Yes, Bilam Ben Baor Horgu Bechorev. That's a posik in Pasha's Matos. They killed Bilam ben Baor by the sword. Says Rashi. Who bar Yisrael? How did Bilam come to the Shoikal Yisrael? What did Bilam, what was Bilam's choice of weapon to the Shoikal Yisrael? You are muted still, Mrs. Brightman. He chose to curse. 
Curse. How do you curse somebody? By utilizing what? No, somebody tell me. Your mouth. Your mouth. Your mouth. Bilam came to kill Kayashel by utilizing his mouth. Who bought Yeshua? He changed his trade, his profession. And he used the Jewish people's profession. The Jewish people use their mouths. What do the Jewish people use their mouths for? For what? Learning, davening. Tvila. Tvila. Ubahu. And Bilam came along. Tophas, and he grabbed the professionalism, the tools, to curse them with his mouth. So you know what the Jews did? We also came. You know how Bilam ended up dying? With your father's weapons. You, Bilam, you come from Asaph. What's his weapon? Sword. Kol kol Yaakov, you diamond the Asaph. Therefore, it says in the passage, it's Bilam Bebar. He died by the sword. Why? Because he tried to kill with the mouth. He died by the sword. A Jewish battle. Jewish battle. Jewish battle. Jewish battle. Okay. One more time. We may do another one, but one more time. Bracious. Memtes. Hey. In the brachas that Yaakov Avinu gave to his children before he died. Shimon Velevi Achim, you are brothers. Klei Chomos Mecheiro Sehem. Klei Chomos. Umnizu, this craft that you, Shimon Alevi, used when you attacked who? Shem, in order to get who? Dina. Dina. Right? Umnizu shall ritzicha chomosu biedchem. You stole it. Who'd you steal it from? Esau. It's his professionalism, and you took it from him. You took Esau's tools, and you stole That's not the way we fight. Now, I'm going to show you what that means. It's not the way we fight in a moment. Okay. Then, one more thing I want to share, and then we're going to get to um, impartious matos. This is how Jews fight. Are you ready? Parshas Matos. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
V'chol matos Yisrael. Is referring to going out to do battle with Midyon. Moshe Rabbeinu is still alive. Elef Lamata, Elef Lamata, 1,000 from each Shevet. Lachol Matos Yisrael, Tishlukul Atzovah, Zagrashi. Lachol Matos Yisrael, Rabbo Shevet Levi. Then everybody sent 1,000 people. Listen to the Medrash Tanchuma. Unbelievable. Shehoya Elef Lamata. However, besides the 1,000 people from every Shevet, Another 12,000 people that stayed home to guard the supplies. You need them. Napoleon said it. An army travels on its stomach. You got to feed the soldiers. Take care of the soldiers. Somebody secure the supplies. Says the Medrash Tanchuma. 1,000 people were mentioned in the Torah. They were the fighters. 1,000 people were the suppliers. The Oid Yud Bezalev. There was another 12,000. 3,000 people from every Shevet. 1,000 fighters. 1,000 suppliers. What was the third thousand? They were the Mespalalim. And they said, Zeu Tzuras Melchama Lechal Yisrael. 1,000 fighters. 1,000 suppliers, 1,000 daveners. One thousand daveners. I can't hear you. Levi also was a fighter. Very good question. I once gave a whole Shabbos Shuvah drush, Shabbos Shuvah night drush about that. Very good question. Very good question. And now we have maybe the final Pusik. And then we'll try to put everything together. Another Pusik. Before the Birchus Yaakov begins in the end of Pashas Vayechi, Yaakov Avinu talking to the Shvatim says, Vayomi Yisrael to Yosef. Vayomi Yisrael to Yosef. Vayomi Yisrael to Yosef. I'm going to give you a portion, an extra portion, for taking care of burying me. And what is Shechem? Shem is the portion that we took. We took from the Amayri. With our swords and our bows. Very famous Pusik because of the Targum. With our davening. The Torah says, With our swords and our bows. So what does it mean? Our swords and our bows, what does it mean? I would like to tell you the episode of what it means. A war, a war means two parties are engaged in fighting each other. The weapon at the time of the Torah was a cherev. What's a cherev? Cherev is a sword. Cherev is probably related to the word churban, because swords make churban, destructions, destruction. There are two swords in this world. One sword is made of different types of metal. People used to fight hand-to-hand combat with swords, with swords, swords. So, 
There are two swords on the battlefield. Most swords are made out of metal. And they cause harm to the human body. Metal. That's why there's no metal on the base of Mikdash. On the Mizbeach, couldn't use metal to cut the stones. But there's another sword. That sword is made out of a different material. It's made out of tefillah. It's made out of tefillah. The sword that Klal Yishol uses is a sword that's made out of tefillah. Out of davening. The cherev pifios biodom. Tehillim kuf memtes. The sword pifios biodom. It means the cherev was made and it has a tzatzlocha through the mouth. Through the mouth. It's a very unusual word. Unbelievable. Most of the times in the Torah, when Jews are fighting, most of the times in the Torah, when Jews are fighting, an example, When they were fighting Shem, Horgu Lefi Chorev. This is even referring to Shimon Alevi. Horgu Lefi Chorev. What does the word Lefi mean? Says the Targum Piskam the Chorev. Piskam means the sayings of the sword. You ever read a sword that talks? You never did. But you could meet a sword. That was created by speech. Or you could meet a sword that was powered by speech. 3,000 people carried swords. 3,000 people supplied them with their needs. And 3,000 people gave them the energy by davening. That's a Jewish battle. So, that we're back to where we started. Look at the way the Gibayrim fell. And what did we lose when they fell? We lost the kalim, the vessels for battle. What in the world does that mean? Klei Melcham. Zakrashi. Sholon We read it at the beginning of Shir with the clay Zion. Sholon Yainasen were the instruments of battle. What does that mean? Instruments of battle. Says the second Medrash that Rashi brings down, Shasadikim Kruyin Klimuchamo. And that's why when Sadikim leave the world, Rachman Litzlan, enemies come to fight. So the Chazanish, unbelievable. Chazanish died in 1953. The Chazanish made Aliyah in 1934. He was in Earth's show during World War II. And he said, as long as Rabbarach Ber Libowitz was alive, his learning and his Torah and his Tvila protected the entire European continent of the Jews. For the Jews. Do we know what that means? No. Do we know what anything means? No. But one thing we do know a cadre of people learning Torah and Davening who understand what their Torah and Davening can do, and then they do it sincerely. They're the protectors of God. The soldiers are on the front line. As Rishnei Kutler said, and I repeated it many times since the war began, 
There are two front lines. The front line were people who were in boots and carrying guns and are not sleeping on beds and basically not eating. There's another group. What's the other group do? Definitely. Two fronts. One are carrying 70 pounds of gear, bullets, bulletproof vests, what these guys are doing, it's not shaykh. Then another group of guys. We have to do it with all the koiches. Not charcuterie boards. You got to do it with all the koiches. Learning and davening. That's the second front. I believe I may have said this to you, but I heard the marshal in his name. I did not hear from him directly. You know what a bow is? A bow pulls back. And what does it give? The koyach to the arrow to go. The arrow are the soldiers. The bow are the people staying behind learning and davening. Pull back the bow, and the arrow goes. That's a Jewish war. A Jewish war is fueled not by media. Avada, we need gas, and avada, we need bullets, and avada, we need all the things we need, and night goggles, and all the things. You understand Yiddish, right? You don't, right? Oh, but if I guess this for Aminut don't forget for one minute. As Eina on the Saita gate nished. As one without the other doesn't go. That's the way war is won. In Claudius. And I know it's very hard to do this because Lamaisa, who in the world can explain to a mother, looks out the window and sees her son walking away from the house with a machine gun and a uniform and sees her neighbor's son walking away with a Gemara going to Yeshiva. Very hard. I'll give you a marshal. I know a person. Four children, one child, all living in Israel. One child has 10, 11 children, all living in Kuwait. Other three children, whatever, 25 children between them, seven, eight, each one. And he has 22 grandchildren in the army. 22 sons and sons-in-law in the army, 22. And the trick is that the first cousins all talk to each other. That's a very difficult thing for Klai Yisrael to do, but that's what we have to try to do. Torah, Tefillah. Tomorrow night, Bez Hashem Yisbarach, I'll be speaking as Divrei Chizik for all of us. We should all be Zaychet to be Mechuzik. And the Matzav should be good. And no soldier should come back injured, but I've already heard reports already. There's a lot of Korbanos already. At one Korban is already a Korban. Okay, Hatzlocha Rabbit, everybody, a good Tov. Next week we will be learning and then we're going to figure out what's going to be when I go away. If we'll get a sub, we won't get a sub. We'll have to see what's going to happen. Kol Tov, everybody, take care.